2: Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms of See McDonald's.com.
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Lookout takes. Almunia says. Lookout follows in. And Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forrestier. Yeah.
4: Hey everybody, I've just been talking about the last minute and a half, so uh, apologies if I didn't even have my mic turned on. That says it all about today, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to add Dan in in a second because um, I, w- I want to get to some good news uh, stories today, as, as much as anything. Because let's face it, today was uh, was a metaphor for the season. Dreadful, a potential promising start. Things go awry, a strange organisation that doesn't quite work. You can see where I'm going with this, can't you? But at halftime, at half-time we did we did hear from uh, somebody who hopefully can come on. Dan, if you hit your, uh, your mic button... Um, we, we, your, your mother was brought onto the pitch and I'm going to start with a good point and then we can descend into the depths of hell <laughs> thereafter. Dan, Dan would you thank your mum for us I think at some point we'd love to interview her and find out about uh, all of the stuff that she's done in, in her sterling service for the club sterling service for the club
5: might not be used after this Dan, what are your thoughts, Uh, sir? Well, thank you very much. I I wasn't uh, at the game today, but I have had an opportunity to speak to my mum during the game and just want to say thank you to everyone for the warm reception that she got when she was on the pitch. 17 and a half years uh, she's been at the club from A.D. Brufroyd right the way through to Chris Wilder so uh, plenty of managers in between there but no um, no it it means uh, the, the, the club means a huge amount to her um, I, I won't go into the reasons as to to why she's moving on but she is going on to a new club as of um, well a week on Monday but I think it's uh, important to recognize the the fantastic uh, people around her at the club that made today possible but also that have given her uh, immense support during the and a half years and uh, yeah just want to say thank you to everyone for the warm reception that she got today
4: wonderful stuff I think it's a fitting reminder especially today that there are lots of still very good people at the club I think we're going to be talking about uh, about the other side of the coin as well today obviously after the game which is very disappointing but do thank your mum on behalf of everybody and uh, and, and wish her well in, in future ventures and I hope it all works out for her in that no, respect. Thank you. and thank you there we go well it's not good news that your mum's no longer gonna be here but a, a fine and fitting um, celebration of, of a lot of service to the club and yeah. thank her thank her dearly well, she, for she's us.
6: going and off we, to we... another
5: family club so I'm sure that she'll uh, she'll have some great times there too but off to the Premier League and you know I'm very proud of her been a great servant to the club.
4: Premier League you're having a laugh <laughs> no I, got, I I'm sorry I, I had to say that I apologise to everybody listening. <laughs> I know I should be better than that but we all know I'm not Dan give give her a hug from us and say thank you ever so much because it's uh, it's really a appreciated um in and now what we will do sir is let you go because you've got lots of background noise and uh and have have a good day uh have a good have a good weekend and have a good day uh, on monday with uh with emil right cheers mate right we'll let dan go there but i think that was a different thing we've actually got some good news in before we descend the steps of where we've got to get to and talking about which is um yeah, a lot of things went on in the ground. Some people may have seen there were at least two banners unfurled. One was critical of, from what I saw, was critical of the players and saying it's not the coaches, it's the culture, it's the environment, things we've discussed before. And then there has also been reports of somebody having a pot-so-out banner and I believe being escorted out uh, from what I've heard. But if you guys know about this and you know, want to tell us, do hit request, let us know. We can kind of get it sorted. But also if you want to kind of pour over obviously today i appreciate it. it'll feel like it's picking at a scab neil warnock uh colin wanker turns up and does what he does which is bring out a side who performed again greater than some of their parts because we turfed up and again have a glass chin. What can we do? Glass jaw, glass jaw all the way around. Let's go to Rich WFC2, who we saw in the pub before the game, had a had a chat and a drink. Rich sir, if you want to hit your your mic button, well, what, what was your view with uh, with your with your lovely daughter who accompanied
7: you? Well, well uh, I'm, go- I'm gonna in a funny, perverse, typical Wat- Watford way of doing things. today's maybe a good day in a funny sort of way. Basically. Ooh. We weren't going up, let's be honest about it. We weren't making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. whatever today did. We needed, finally, to see the Watford fans wake up. And wake up they did. I can 100% confirm a gentleman just by the dugouts facing us in the lower Graham Taylor, put up a Pozzo out banner. Nice white letters on a black background. He was absolutely mullered by about four four, five, six stewards once they realized what he was doing. But everybody in the lower grand Taylor saw it, which must mean that the vast majority of the upper grand Taylor saw it as well. You know, the, the you, you're not fit to wear the shirt was incredibly loud, as was Gino Pozzo, get out of our club. And um, whether you're in that camp or not, it was loud and clear. And finally, the fans are rebelling and long may that continue in my opinion because what we are turning up to witness and watch is is just well words fail me really it's it's a joke and that's not entertainment they were bullied out of it they didn't want it they go hiding a minute a little injury. The minute the things went against us, people went hiding. And the the quicker this season's over, if I was Chris Wilder, bless him, I'd I'd resign on the spot. I'd get the fur as far away from this club as he possibly can. It will only make him his CV look worse by the hour. That team is unmanageable. The club is unmanageable. There is the culture is dire, as we know. And it's got to change. And maybe today was the start of the change. I never thought I'd hear the day again where Watford fans actually got the bottle and actually made themselves heard. They're, you know, it wasn't the biggest crowd, but there was a lot of Watford fans there today. And they're the fans that want to be there. They're not the season ticket holders that have been stuck at home doing nothing and not bothering to come. These are the people that turned up today to be, I use the word, loosely entertained and were served up absolute rubbish. I mean. I don't understand the formation. I don't think, you know, we're, we've been asking for two up front. But we don't, don't think we need anybody up front today. It's one extreme and the other. So Wilder has to take some responsibility to that. But he sees them in training. And it's the end at the end of the day, Pete. It's the end of the season. It's all over. And I'll leave the rest of people to have their say on it. But I'm, I've got some feeling of hope today because the Watford fans have woken up and said, enough is enough. Have a good evening. It's
4: interest before yeah. you go rich it's interesting it's interesting that it's Huddersfield town yeah. because if we go back over the Pozzo era there have been a number of not necessarily landmark, but certainly notable games against Huddersfield yeah. Town. You know, I've, I've been up there. Lots of people have. It's a good club, nice people. Yeah. You know, of course they're going to give us the big end today. They're three one up, and we've thrown it away. Yeah. Why shouldn't they? Like, good on them. Yeah. But we had the um, the game, which which kind of the highlight of the goal. You know, ten years ago now, or over ten years ago, where where uh, Bartocchio scored, yeah. and we were keeping the ball and pushing the ball around for fun. I think in
7: the snow, yeah,
4: yeah, day. voices. Yeah. Voices from the Vic put put a little video out on their on their Twitter, so go and have a look at that yeah. of it. To the point whereby it was sped up, I think, because we kept the ball for so yeah. long, it probably needed to be sped up to get it yeah. via Twitter. And it was it was such a lovely game. We then had the Sanino game, if you remember, yeah. at the end at the end of his first year, where we capitulated four one, yeah. and it, it felt like we thought, well, there's going to be some changes, and there weren't for a change. And shortly after that, that happened again. We've had a number of games there where it felt like a siege change was coming and this felt a bit like that absolutely i agree with you very
7: quickly um guy sitting behind us was telling me as as some of these people like to do with stats or we've had 75 percent possession we've had 13 attempts on goal and i said yeah we're losing 3-1 and the crowd is calling for the for the owner to leave it's so forget your bloody stats you know we can all see it with our own eyes what football's all about and we didn't see it today, and um, yeah, it's a sorry, sorry state. But I'm going to take a little bit of hope into the uh, the Easter period, thinking that finally the Watford fans are trying to get their football club back, and uh, I'm right behind them, and I don't mind a bit in the in the lower grand Taylor today. I made it loud and clear myself. And uh, a few joined in, which was
3: nice. Good stuff,
4: Rich. Thank you, sir. As always, uh, lovely to meet you, and lovely to meet you with your daughter. Let's go across to uh, to Sean. Let's go across to Sean. Sean, can you hear us How there, you sir? Doing, mate? Oh, we're all yeah. You know what? What can we do? It's a, it's a, it's never a dull moment, but Jesus Christ, I'd like one occasionally. Well, last,
0: last time I spoke to you, we talked about uh, shit on toast. And I tell you what, I think I'd rather have been doing that than watching that today. We um, first, the, the first half, I'm sure some people will say that we played all right in the first half, and we actually played some really quite nice training ground, intricate one-twos, triangles, pulling the ball around. But the reason we did, and it looked actually, first half, like we were, well like the stats say, we were really dominating the possession, is because our front two strikers come back and played in midfield. You're yeah. going to be able to play these lovely little passages in the middle, third, when you've got a, an overload of players, and that's the issue. There was a, we, we seemed to play 35 passes, which looked good, but then it finally had to be an outer of a diagonal long ball in the air, which, with the greatest respect, we're all shit. And, uh, and there's no one in the middle. I mean, Pedro, at one point, Espria passed the ball to Pedro on the right touchline. And you just think that, yeah, great. Nice work ethic. It's going nowhere. There's nothing in the middle. And, and Bilic cried out for a striker. And we... Pay. I've got how much we've paid for this loan, lad. But I, I don't, he must have gone back, mustn't he? He hasn't been on the team sheet the last three games.
4: You figure he might as well have gone back for Easter, seemingly. It's, it's um, this is, this is uh, Enrique Roche who we're talking about. Obviously, I'm sure most people it's, it's
0: know. Do you know. It's ridiculous. You know what? Just him up there today. Something bugged me as well. In the first five minutes, I think we outstripped their two full-backs twice. And which showed yeah. we had the pace on them. It showed that we actually had something there that we could target. Joukanovic would have bought Saron in the 15th minute. He would have just said, I'm having that. And it it reminds me of that, that the the Anya substitutions when things are going wrong and you adapt. Well, we didn't do any of that adapting today. And and we did look like we'd been training together and and Wilder had put some patterns and made us do these things in the middle. But that that wasn't the right team. I'm I'm disappointed in Wilder. I thought he was going to make some big changes, some really bold statements today and whack a couple of kids in. And sadly
4: yeah i've seen a number of people comment that uh that that wasn't the case you've uh, you very kindly when we had rich just on there uh, un- under your under your guise is charlie there sure yeah. have uh i think it's you it posted up a picture of the uh of the pot so out uh individual so again if you go to the under the five word review um you, you'll see oh and gary has as well yeah, a couple of people have done it thank you in, guys really appreciate right it in
0: front of me i could um felt really, really bad for him because no malice, no nothing. He's walked straight over in front of us, two metres away, over to the dugout. He's pulled out his black banner. He's put it up. He got walled. And it was quite interesting that the, the stewards went for the banner and they weren't necessarily going for him. It was all about getting it off of him. There must have been three on his arm. There was another one just literally almost giving him a fucking Chinese burn try and get him to release this flag and once he did and he was calm putting up no resistance other than he wouldn't let go of it once he did and I am really fuming at this they then grabbed hold of him must have been six or seven and they dragged him out and a couple of meters a couple of minutes later he came back in and as he walked
4: indeed it does indeed i think i think and that's one of the things that i'm going to ask everybody individually to keep hold of because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of shit let's be quite frank this season last season you know we, there, there's there's enough there but there is there is at the core of this a club and the club are the supporters i've said this time and time again but keep hold of that keep hold of the fact that Dan's mum has been there for 17 and a half years. Yes, she's moving on somewhere else. That's, that's sad, etc. But there are some good things that we can pull out of this in the long term. And we've got, we've got to bloody go looking for them. Because let's face it, there's a lot of shit to get past before we get to that. Sure. Thank you, sir. Thank you
0: very much indeed. Um, keep Backman. Keep Backman.
4: You, 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 you want to keep Backman? 100%.
0: Batman. At least the bloke's got some fucking fight and passion. Bloody keeping. At least he's showing some heart.
3: Mark. No. He's going to get sick
0: all your podcast now. And I'll tell you what, bloody, at least the bloke's got some heart, passion and
4: fight. Just bloody keep him. There you go. There you go. Somebody in favour okay. of Danny Backman? Yes, yes, um, okay. Cheers, fella. Um, Thank you very um, much hello, indeed there, Sean. I'm, yes, out, go, I'm go, outside go, the pub oh. now.
3: Sorry about that. It was a little bit noisy in there. It's absolutely rammed. Just a tap Yeah, sorry about that. So, yeah, I just just, just my, my thoughts on today were, obviously, that was absolutely appalling. It was just a, an absolutely terrible terrible match the players just aren't interested and i think my point that i wanted to get across which I, you sort of alluded to was the whole i can't remember the last time the entire ground saying you're not fit to wear the shirt at the team can you ever remember that before i can't ever remember it maybe in the 90s i don't i don't
4: i don't remember other than
3: and the the aggression
4: wasn't towards the the you're not fit to wear the shirt in terms of in in the mid 90s it was towards jack Petrie, right because because we ended up with with we 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 would tell the family jewels to try to like build the rookery et cetera, But you didn't have enough people to to fill the ground, right. and and therefore from that point of view. But they always they always had sweat on the shirt. They always covered it, and I thought I thought first half. I think uh, Sean covered it very very nicely, saying it it sounded like we were we were we were kind of playing pretty well, but we were sitting deep. We had the ball in areas. And there was nobody in the box, so it was it was heartily ineffective and if you see where and how Huddersfield scored three goals it was piss poor defending it was it was it was gutless and heartless and it was representative of everything that people have said about this squad and this team collectively about when the going gets tough the tough hide under the table you know that's that's where they go.
3: talking of hiding I think this whole sort of not allowing banners thing is a little bit wrong as well because there has to be some sort of freedom of speech or some kind of way that the fans can tell the owners that they're not happy now obviously you know there is going to be a meeting with the owner in july we know this but a lot of people are very very unhappy and, and if you want to put a pot banner up i think you should be allowed to do that i think having it snatched off you what does it achieve we've all seen it we've all seen the you know the pots Out banner i've just found it and put it on my own personal twitter so people know it's out there taking it off someone isn't disguising the fact that someone feels that way. So so why are we sort of clamping down on this whole banner thing? It just it doesn't it doesn't seem right to me somehow. If you want to express your disgust at the ownership—you should be able to censorship doesn't seem to help anything. I
4: don't think. No, no. Agreed, agreed. Let's add in Carl first of all, just to say hello to Carl, and then we're going to be coming to Paul Holly, then Wendover Horn, and uh, then we're going to be going across to Florida to see Ron. Carlos, hit your uh, hit your <laughs> mic button, sir. Hello, guys. You're right. We're yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think all right quite no, covers it at the minute. But you know, hey, know. we'll get there. The number, the number one question everybody wants to know yeah. is: I gave you a bag of badges yes. earlier on. Yes. Have you managed to injure yourself with them
8: as yes, yet? Yes, I, I look like a dartboard currently. Yeah, I've got many, excellent. Many ho- there you go, people. In my ass currently, where it's. Uh or it's that's it. nice yeah I'm, I've actually yeah. I've, I've actually missed late do you know what I've done Peter just to, to confess I said to um, to Taylor Taylor do me a favour please carry this bag of badges because they keep pricking me which he's done he's he's then run off home because he left early today so I've now got to go and retrieve them later because I've, I've got to go to Coventry <laughs> and I've promised people badges so it's all yeah it's an absolute mess <laughs> Despite the Never
4: despite
2: mind.
8: the football, but on the an a, on the an football, absolute mess seems
4: a great segue. Yeah, on, on the
8: football, I want to say something um, before I, I, I kind of and it was something I witnessed today, uh, and there, there, there's a few people that will back me up and saw this. I, there was a banner in the rookery that said Potsos out" quite early on. It it was pretty it was, pre- it was mm-hmm. pretty early on, and they were they were rejected. They got thrown out of the ground. Now, what I witnessed, and I've got it on the vlog, I've got it on the video, which is brilliant, because they did nothing but put a banner up and all, and they were, they were ejected from the stadium. Now, this isn't fucking Russia. This isn't some some place where you, you, you can't have an opinion. This is Watford Football Club. And I saw it, I've got it recorded, and I can't wait to put it up there for everyone to see. Today was today was the first day that I felt. As a, as a group of supporters, we were united. The majority were united in the fact that we've now come to the end of of the Potsos. We've now come to the end of what what's acceptable today on the on the football pitch. We we can talk about the players. We can talk about you know not giving an effort, not giving a fuck. And we know that we know they don't care. And the reason they don't care is because there's nothing guiding them. There's no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to them. They're getting paid. And that's the culture that has, has developed at our football club. And when you actually drill down into the fact of, of what's caused this culture, it's the ownership. The ownership is, is the root cause of this culture that we're now in. And like any disease, like any, any fucking cancer, anything like that, the only way to rid it, to get rid of it, sorry, is, is to cut it out, is to get, get it gone. And what we have at the moment, and this is my opinion, you know, not. I, I know. I stand. I, mm-hmm. I stand with you, you guys on on the on the podcast. This is Carl James talking to you, Peter, Justin. Separate from the podcast, my opinion is the Pozzos have to go. They have to go. The sooner they go, the sooner that we can stop talking about how shit we are, how bad things are, how you know just how dreadful everything is at the moment just this negativity that surrounds us constantly every time that you know we went 1-0 up today and there's a little bit of, there was no buoyancy there was people were just sort of like looking at it going well we're 1-0 up but we're going to fuck it up everyone knew everyone knew what was going to happen i saw justin's videos when they when Huddersfield scored it you know it's just an utter utter shambles that that's happening currently at this football club and we've got we've got an opportunity as supporters to talk about this what we're trying to do as a supporter group is unite it we're not trying to we're not trying to separate anything we're trying to unite it and today today without any without any any reason any rhyme there was a united front from the majority of the supporters that the Pozzos are causing a problem and for me that is a big 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 step forward and that, that's the point of my, my sort of dial into this it's a massive step forward that we can now sort of take uh, release the shackles um, get rid of that thing that the, that the ownership has done so much good for the club which they have they've done so much good do you remember this kind of bad feeling amongst the
3: supporters group towards the team or the club in general?
8: What, what am I supporting? Uh, in all the time you've been yeah. supporting,
3: do you remember no. anything like this? No,
8: no, no, no. I, I, I vaguely remember the when they they stormed the. Uh, I think it was Berry they stormed Berry at, at home they stormed the director's box and, and whatever I vaguely remember that but it never had it never had a boil over point like it has now it it's really sort of boiling over I I've I'm, I've been in the pub about 25 minutes and there's already there's already uh, fans fighting amongst each other in in the pub you know it's it's, it's so mm. poisonous guys honestly and it's it's such a shame because we and, I, and i've said it before and, I, and i'll finish on this because peter does an excellent job of, of moving you on because he makes voices with his voice and he goes mm. which means get <laughs> get on with it carl but what it is is that we, mm. we, yeah that's it yeah we um <laughs> we we all want we all want the club to be successful we all want it to be brilliant we all want it to be fantastic but I think there's, I think there's a long way to go before we can all sort of stand there and go, yeah, we're, we're moving in the right direction. At the moment, we're stagnant, and we're very much in in need of change. Uh, and that's that's it for me. Thank you.
4: Good stuff, good stuff. When you said the negative negativity that surrounds us all, Justin, don't take that personally. Right, so let's go to Paul Holly. Paul, you've been waiting forever. I apologise, mate. Thank you for waiting there so so quietly. Uh you've heard what Carl said, you've heard what people have said so far. What 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 would you like to add into the mix after 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 Watford two, Huddersfield three? Well, what What is there to say, really?
9: I think the telling thing for me was always going to be the team selection. And after last Saturday, I thought, well, surely he's got to make wholesale changes. And I think even if we'd lost 3-2, but seen some progress, some youth, some, you know, Martins, whatever, however you pronounce it, you'd kind of accept that. But the minute I saw the selection, and I'm thinking our biggest problem all season has not been scoring goals or creating Mm. chances. And I look at it and I think, is this an attempt to keep Pedro actually up top? Because he keeps obviously dropping deep yeah. and showing us his silky skills where it don't hurt. So I thought, oh, maybe, maybe there's it's to keep him up top. But then it, it's just perplexing. Obviously to go one up, yeah, that's a positive. But the minute they equalized just downhill. So, I mean, really, there's nothing much to add. Gino's got to go, but he's not going to go, is he? Who's going to buy the bloody club other than selling Pedro, maybe one or two others to recoup about 40, 50 million, if you can. We've got, we're in negative equity as a club. Mm -hmm. Duxbury, if he goes, if he resigns, but you know, as was highlighted in the accounts, he was the only one that didn't take a pay cut or a twenty grand pay cut from nine hundred and seventy-four thousand pounds a year to nine hundred and fifty-four. Yet some of the players in their contracts have their contracts halved when you get relegated. So this is not gonna go away. I didn't go today, I checked out. I did watch it on on the red button. Doesn't surprise me. I feel frustrated for everyone. Obviously, the fans have started to come together. Disappointing that there's people falling out. It always happens when there's a toxic environment.
4: No, those are those are very fine points. A um, couple of things, and I I have to, sorry, I have to play devil's advocate, and everybody can roundly boo me. I get that. I get that. Um, was the fact that the accounts that we saw were ending June or July, uh, ending thirtieth of June. 2022 so it was actually premiership ceo wages that we were seeing rather than the reduction rather than a uh, reduced championship in respect of in respect to scott duxbury also that is the total cost of ownership because it's looking at for his from his employment you you all know guys that you know people will uh, if you're employed your company who you employs you will pay taxes they'll pay national insurance there'll be other stuff so it doesn't it's not all his take home in fairness but, and it and it was Premiership. But after that, you can now stop booing me. I'll come back to the I'll come back to the light side. But there we go. There we go. And, and, and allegedly,
9: I've just read that somebody in the upper Graham Taylor said to him in the second half, "This is all on you," and he told him to shut up. Now I, I can't substantiate that, but it's on it's on Twitter. Uh, maybe Wendover will have a view on that as he as he was very close to Duxbury today because he's actually in the photo of the person
4: that's made that allegation. Oh my lord, look at this Paul coming on and he's even segueing to the next caller on my behalf. Paul, you're you're bringing professionalism where it just isn't isn't welcome here. We've been running this shoddily, and you turn up with your with your fine talk and good opinions, honestly. What can we do? Mr. Holly, sir, thank you very much indeed. Good stuff. Look, guys, everybody's going to have opinions and thoughts on this. Paul didn't go because, as he said, I've, I've you know he kind of felt felt checked out. Lots of people today kind of got to that third goal and then went absolutely went, and it was it at that point obviously the the shout went up. Do you agree with it? Do you not agree with it? Don't forget, guys, this isn't a question of where everybody has to come in with a consensus. If you disagree, feel free. Come on, let us know. Let's uh, let's let's turn to the A forty one, probably somewhere near there to uh, to to Wendover Way, Greg, sir. You're you're sitting in close proximity, and Paul just mentioned that you might have seen something uh, something happen. Doesn't matter if you didn't; that's fine. But what were your thoughts on the day?
10: Okay, um, I'll answer the first question. Yeah, I know what Paul's alluding to, and I'm not going to comment because I like Scott Duxbury. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to comment. But um, yes, I, I I heard it. Yeah, okay, and I, I, okay and I wanna, fine. I don't wanna, I don't want to I don't want to say any more than that. Understood, understood. So.
4: What What are your thoughts on the on the rest of the day? I saw your e- excellent and eloquent five word uh, review. Um, yes, so yes. probably not the most positive. I would suggest.
10: Yes, uh, there'll be no swearing in the car today because uh, Missus Wendover is is, is is sat here and uh, because she's been walking around the ha- <laughs> she's been walking around the Harlequin this afternoon and uh, she saw uh, Emma Willis. You know Emma, Emma Willis. Willis. Yeah, Often. Emma Pop Willis is—is—is is, is she someone? I don't know. She's who's uh, Emma Willis? Emma, Emma Willis. She presents. What does she present? Nick. The voice. Presents the voice.
2: She's also. Oh with, oh. She's also. She,
4: she's also. crush <laughs> 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 yeah, Oh, yeah. everybody.
6: Everybody, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I I am going to give a special prize out. I think <laughs> to whomever manages to get in the five word review a picture of Emma Willis the quickest. I think that's only reasonable. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, only reasonable. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, you see why we like having Mrs. Wendover Horn, Squad Number Nine. By the way, um, <laughs> go on, what, 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 yeah, other than other than your crushes on, uh, if I remember rightly, <laughs> she's the wife of the bassist from Busted. There you go. Some that's it.
10: Yeah, for you. She is rather uh, sh- attractive, actually. <laughs> rather Motherish. It shows you how quick I can Google, doesn't it? Right, Gordon, what did you think of the game? <laughs> I I said to the guys I was sat with, as soon as I equalised, this is going to be 3-1. I wasn't quite right. It was 3-2. I think this club is toxic. I've never been Potso out, and I'm still not Potso out. I'm Gino Potso change, and I hope he can mm-hmm. change. This, I've said it, but I've said it again and again, doesn't need a reboot, it needs a new hard drive. It needs Mm -hmm. all of them shipping out, bar Porteous, bar maybe Esprit, and I can't think of many more. Ship them all out get some fresh young blood in even if it's lower league players let's have some players that give a damn about this football club Ron has said it for weeks and Ron, Ron is right and I hate saying Ron is right but he he is right the likes of the likes of uh, Cabaselli is a rich he's not on, 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 in the team at the moment but it's irrelevant we have made that man a very rich comfortable guy that will never ever have to work again because the length of their contracts and what they have been paid and that's the same for many of them within that team get them out, they don't care I've had enough of them don't want to see them again, let's have a total uh, new hard drive let's bring in some gems that need polishing and let's do it, and let's do it quickly let's do it in the summer My, my big worry is, and I tell you Pete what my big worry is we mm-hmm. all see Ben Manga as the the shining white knight. Uh, mm-hmm. His first major purchase was was hauled off at half time because he was horrendous. You know, in, in the window, Porteous was bought. And that was a, that was a great signing, but that wasn't Ben Manga work. Ferreira mm. was definitely Ben Manga work. So if he is an example of what's to come from the Ben Manga scouting notebook, I'm worried because, as I say, he was hauled off at half time and he had he had he a horrendous 45 minutes. Arooge, I don't think a Rouge is even in this country, Pete. I think he's probably gone. I think he's probably gone. But the summer. We've got to reboot. I don't care what level that they recruit at. I don't care what level they get. Re- I want them to recruit players with heart, passion and fights. And as for the the Russian style silencing of people, I thought that was probably coming. I, I can't tell you how, but I, I I was talking to somebody and they were expecting it today and they were geared up for it. Mm.
4: it's a sad indictment and I, I was chatting to somebody at halftime and and, I, and i'm going to pose this question to you and i'm also going to pose it to everybody else who wants to if, if they want to take the question down, down to you would you take a because it's probably what's going to be coming because if you looked at the finances you'll realize that we're going to have to cut our cloth accordingly would you take a reduction in the let's call it technical quality of the player I'm not talking about their character in terms of and an introduction of some of those youth team players and going back to being what Watford were pre potso which was, let's be honest, a regular achievement was staying in the division, but yeah. seeing players play with heart. Would you take that currently over the disappointment that we're made, not going to get anywhere near the playoffs or the automatic promotion.
10: I take Sean dice's last four season to this all day long. All day there long. There you go. Because the players had heart and they and they tried and they had passion. I think, it, was Lloyd Doily in that team? Yes, he was. Not the most gifted of players, but my word, did he care? And did he fight? And did he have spirits? But I don't think we need to go to that level. I think there's enough, there should be enough in the coffers to able to be sensible in the market. Let's look at Luton last week. Centre forward, Morris, picked up for mm-hmm. 1.3 million from Barnsley. He 1. looked 6. a ton- well, all right, one point six, but pen, yeah. you know, not not a lot of money in today's transfer market. He looked to me a carbon copy of a of a twenty seven year old Deeney. Yeah, mm-hmm. why aren't yep. we in for? Why aren't we in for that ilk of player? We should be in for that type of player, and we should be. We have to be active in, in in the British market in the in the summer. We have to be because of the British players that are out of contracts and of an age they are likely to go. We've got to be active in that market you know you know I'm very interested in the transfer market and keep a very very close eye on it but, but that is a market we, we, we're going to have to be active in it's just you know what what we're currently getting is not good enough you know and, and another thing I was thinking as I was walking back to the car if you, you went, were thinking lots of things well yeah yeah if you go on shit holiday after shit holiday after shit <laughs> holiday you don't keep booking to go back to the same place time and time after again what am I doing last night clicking on renew as soon as the renewal opens I'm clicking on re- renew and i'm renewing and i've paid the money and uh, because because we're we're all invested and we all care i wish the players cared like you and i did pete
4: well, well, there you go. There you go. Well, Mrs. Wendover, thank you very much for this inside track and inside knowledge. And uh, yeah. when Watford finally announced that we signed Emma Willis on a free transfer, we know yeah. we know the hoopla in Wendover will be going potty. Excellent stuff. Right. Well, Cheers, Peg. Have a pleasant evening. The question is the last question. I'm going to let you go on. I want a one word answer. Takeaway tonight. Indian or Chinese?
10: Mrs. Wendover is cooking.
9: It's fish because it's Good Friday.
4: Oh look! Oh, there's there's a it's fish because it's Good Friday. <laughs> uh, we we follow we follow very very similar levels of orthodoxy here, and that's why we're having pizza tonight. Excellent! There go the <laughs> Wendovers. Excellent! There they go! There they go! Heading heading up the A41, no doubt.
6: Hi,
7: this is Nigel Gibbs, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days
2: are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery, fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
4: Let's wing across, wing across to the Floridian Massive and say, Hello, Uncle Ron. How are you doing? Come on. You know what you're doing. How, how, how are you? It's, uh, it's been about an hour since the game. Have you calmed down or are you still livid? I haven't calmed down. No,
6: no, 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 no. Okay. T- I, I've, I've said t- this for quite some time. And I I make no apologies for going back to the abuse I got for speaking up against this owner. Uh, I've I've seen this coming. I've seen this coming for years. But let's put that aside. Okay. We thought Luton was the, the Nadir. This is the Nadir. This is a disgusting, disgusting, vile football club presided over by a poisonous owner and his henchman, Duxbury. Absolutely poisonous. Now, that gentleman on Twitter who said that uh, Duxbury told him to shut up followed up with a tweet saying that he then had stewards... What I quote, I then had stewards watching me and follow me and my seven-year-old to the toilet. Scumbag's club is toxic, end quote. You have Hamza Chowdhury shrugging his shoulders at the fans. I had the ESPN feed for today. And at the end, uh, Chowdhury is laughing and joking with the Huddersfield players, he is laughing and joking. They are verminous people, and I I, I stand by that word. Bachman berating the referee at the end and then getting himself sent off. He has no humility, absolutely none, absolutely none. And I've, I said it to him himself, your disgusting show of berating the referee yourself you have no humility and you let us down time and time and time again you should never wear a Watford shirt again you then have a gentleman thrown out of the stadium solely for putting out a Pozzo out banner now there are many people at football games and at Watford who put up banners saying ex-player please may I have your shirt or words to that effect they're not thrown out the stadium. So what is the criminal offence of putting up a banner that says Pozzo out? It is not libelous. It is not abusive. There is no swearing involved. It shames us. It shames shames us that this is the owner of the football club presiding over this. Getting the stewards to come out 40-odd minutes early before the end to intimidate people, it's vile, Peter. And talking in July... It's not good enough for me. They're hiding. They need to front up now. This is a disgusting, disgusting football club. Well... Well, there you go, guys. You've heard it there from
4: Uncle in terms of a number of things. Now, you did mention that I think he'd been thrown out. I, he described his handling, and and Sean's got uh, experience in, uh, in in football policing, as you mentioned there. That uh, that the 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 handling was shall we shall we be coined? Should we call it disproportionate? I mean, here we are, and and I'm going I'm going to touch on the, the the July piece. Here we are trying at the moment to for want of a better word heal the club and result aside game game and result aside that, that's just park. That this is not the greatest start to how we start to heal our club, guys at, at Watford. We always call out that there are some very good people still at the club. We heard from the son of one of such people earlier on today. Somebody who's offered great service. If this is the way that the stewarding is to be conducted for somebody for a completely, as you describe, a non-criminal, non-violent, non-threatening action, it's not the best of starts to try to heal the club, guys. This would be uh, this would be good to correct and uncle well done for calling it out there is also now i think on the five word um review there is actually uh somebody i'm sorry i've moved on from it but somebody's kindly posted up a copy of the video to that so you can see it going on there was also one in the first half that i saw and carl mentioned i think possibly a second it may have been uh, a third sorry it may have been uh, actually in respect to the second in the first place it's not the way to it's not the way to go forward i asked, there, Ron, I asked Greg, would he take a a reduction, shall we say, in status of player, and probably it, it being at the other end of the uh, probably at the other end of the table? Would you take that in in replacement for what we currently have?
6: If it meant if it meant Pozo leaving the club, selling the club, yes, yes, he's got. He's I want him out no matter what he's got to go he's humiliating everyone he humiliates us there you go there you go uncle
4: thank you very much indeed now uncle is quite correct he has called this out time and time again and one of the other things that he's called out has been about looking at and he was saying this all the way through the summer was about going to league two and league one as Wendover Horn was mentioning and seeing what the best of the domestic market has got so I think that's going to probably be one of the things that we'll be looking at um probably in and around the close season and we'll be welcoming you guys to get involved with that let's go to Sam Sam Claridge I don't think we've spoken to you before Sam you were oh you've already hit the mic button Sam hello Hello, mate how are you what are your
11: thoughts today welcome uh, uh, it was a pretty gutless performance wasn't it really Um, I didn't go today I paid £10 for Hive Live that's so that's I don't know if that's even worse than being there probably not but yeah it was just yeah a tough performance and I'm feeling a little bit dejected today I just kind of I just don't really you know what's next and I think you know I've seen a couple of tweets today I think obviously now you know the season the season's pretty much over I am going up to Coventry on Monday and I kind of you know when we got the first goal I started looking at the table and I did that stupid thing where I started filling myself with hope and I started thinking oh god maybe maybe this is it but that was just dumb and and you know I only to keep the season exciting but and now it's just kind of Done and over, and I'm kind of a little bit like i I don't really know what's next, like in regards to pozo i kind of maybe very controversial uh, controversial controversially that's um, easy for you to say yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. go on it, I, I think I am Pozzo in still okay. like uh, I, I'm Pozzo I'm Changed definitely absolutely okay. but I think for me you know we've had more happy years with Pozzo than not and I think there's an element of loyalty that don't get me wrong is being absolutely tested to the max at the moment and yeah. I'm, I'm struggling to say that but I dunno, a little bit like a, any relationship, there's there's ups and there's there can be long spells of down, but you try and hold on to the ups and, and perhaps think that maybe one day we'll get back to that. I don't know how long this relate my relationship was sort of pozo. I can carry on thinking like that. But I, I think it's healthy to kind of do that at the moment with how I'm feeling about the club. But you just look at the team sheets between the two teams today and you just think, Oh Jesus, is that is that all we can do? Is you know, is that is that it like the performance that we did today and it actually reminded me a little bit of the of the FA Cup game that we had when we were at Reading, and I know there's a complete difference in in regards to your question there as well mm-hmm. about you know maybe getting a player with slightly best, uh, worse technical ability but with yep. more character. You know, we had the kids playing at at the Majewski Stadium with you know Blake and um, Greavesy up front, yep. and all the rest of it, and and it was it was a really similar standard of of performance, but at least then you could you, you could see the youngsters really having a go. But in terms of like our creativity and the kind of look at possibly scoring a goal, it was it was about the same. You know, I know we had, what, 12 corners or something. But you it, it never really feel like we were going to score or, or do anything with it. And we're playing a team in the relegation zone here or we're in the relegation zone. And you just kind of think, the standard of the quality of players, the value of the players that we've got on the pitch, and I just, I just, just wasn't impressed by any of them today I, I at all. I thought Espria was absolutely superb in the first half. I thought mm-hmm. and, and brilliant to see his goal. And I think for me, he's the first name on the team sheet next year. I think I, I've preferred him to Jao in the in the last kind of few months. To be honest with you, like I, I just see Espria frustrated that he can't always get you know a starting place in the team, and I and I feel sorry for him because. You know, when we brought him on against Luton, I thought initially in that first sort of five ten minutes, again he showed a spark and he showed some ambition and he and he wants to wear the shirt and you see him with that and Porteous too sometimes as well. But a lot of the other guys are just I'm just not really seeing it and I have to admit I'm not sure I'm seeing it with Joe Petro at the moment either. I, I hate to make you know the best player a scapegoat, but I, I I don't know. I think he's I think he's a little bit emotionally checked out to be honest with you. There you go.
4: There you go. No, that's all good. That's all good. Um, I agree. And one of the things I was thinking when you were referencing Reading was the fact that you had those players there, but what you have the capability with when you have these 17, 18, 19-year-olds, is their development potential. Yeah. Um, exactly. you know, and they can do it. And we've seen with this team all throughout this season, we've seen uh, pretty much this performance of, of being of being very easily bullied, of being very easily knocked off their stride of not being able to basically change tactically what they were doing. It's kind of, yeah, it's just ever so frustrating for everybody completely. And the one player who today in the first half really did look like he'd actually taken a step change from the last time I'd seen him was absolutely a spree, because he was a live wire. He was lively. He was running. He was getting into things. You know, he was was shutting his play down. And for once, he wasn't being physically out-muscled. It was like, Mm -hmm. wow, he's possible Stepping up here, so it's such a shame that 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 he went off. But I agree mm. with it in terms of Yao. He started up, you know, the first ten minutes. I thought we looked we looked pretty good, even though they kept they kept the play in front of them. You know, that that we we offer very little penetration in terms yeah. of threat threatening to go in behind. And after ten or fifteen or twenty minutes, Yao started pit, dropping deep into those kind of pockets again. It's yes, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Well, sir, look. We we recorded last night our preview show, which I'm going to be releasing uh, uh, after after we do this, actually, with a guy called um, David from What's the Crack podcast, who's good fun. And uh, it was recorded, obviously, before this game, so it was much better fun. So if you want to laugh, have a listen to that. We go into all sorts of nonsense, including the origins of the uh, the Coventry City badge. Trust me, nothing good can come from listening to it, but uh, <laughs> give, give it a, give it a listen then, nonetheless. But do give them a shout on Monday, uh, and hope you hope you travel south down. Uh, be are you based in Birmingham
3: then, or are you based?
11: No, Even- no, I'm I am down in I'm actually South London. I'm in Brixton, but um, yeah, but I yeah I I did have a look at coming today, and I was there last night. And do you know what? This is really unlike me. I try and get to as many games as I can, like you uh-huh. know, being a little bit further away. And I was hovering over a ticket in the Vicarage Road Stadium yesterday. You know, it was eight quid, restricted view. Money's tight, so I'm trying to keep holding my pennies a little bit at the moment. And I looked at it. And I was so close to going to the checkout. And any other day, any other season, you know, I buy that ticket. And I think it shows something about the way I'm feeling about the club at the moment that I didn't buy it and I opted just to stay at home and stick it on hive live and I'm all for live football I absolutely love it but I just thought do you know what I I don't want I don't want to come today I I just you know call me call me a plastic fan but I I just didn't want to be there I just didn't because I knew it would be something like this and and it and it and it didn't disappoint in that sense no 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 there's
4: there trust me there's no plastic fans following Watford let's face it if we if we yeah. were, glory, if we were
11: glory hunters we've been we've been sold a pup haven't we I miss the La- club I miss I miss I miss these brilliant results and you know I keep seeing so many people like resharing stuff back from two three years ago you know about the Wolves game the FA Cup and I keep seeing like the old players and Pereira and Etienne Capoue and Oh, Telafio and oh, I'm re- I'm missing it. I really am missing it.
4: <laughs> you, you you're torturing me here. That's not yeah. good. That's not good. I did turn to my son today and went, "Shall we play Painful Poker?" And okay, De La Feo, and he went, "Pereira." And he was like, all right, I can't do this anymore. No, you're quite right. Sam, great call, sir. Thank you so much. No such thing as a plastic fan. One of the things I heard, and thanks very much, mate. One thing that I heard uh, from a lot of people today, or from a number of people that I was with, was, you know, yesterday when it was the first opportunity to uh, renew your season ticket, a lot of people went... Yeah, I don't think I'll do that today. Whereas actually a lot of people were like waiting at nine o'clock in previous years to to sign it and get it and go. So a lot of people are having that. That says a lot about the time that we're living in. There is, there is, a cost of living crisis going on and therefore money is tight we know that a lot of people travel a huge distance every single game I don't do that because I'm in Croxty Green you know it's what two three miles and it's 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 why I'm able to get back quickly to to start this nonsense off there's people who do that and that commitment to do it is astonishing it can't be an automatic thing and therefore Mr Potso, Mr Duxbury we've got to be providing Something to make sure that we turn this back around again. We turn this back around again. We'll talk about the uh, the Q and A in July in a bit. But in the meantime, let's turn to Mr. Alan Laswell. Alan, sir, Alan, you, you you spoke to us last last year, uh, last week from from Fisher. I I, I I presume you're you're probably somewhere near Northampton now.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you do it, but there yeah, I've just, you go. Gone past Junction fifteen, and I am one of those morons that travels eight miles each way uh, and was stupid enough to renew my season ticket. Um...
4: Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to call you a moron, Alan. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd talk about levels of commitment and then I'd throw to you and then let you do it for me. So there you go. Yeah,
1: and I'm <laughs> duly obliged. Well done. It. Well
4: done. Go <laughs> on, mate. What, what were your thoughts on today?
1: I paid particular interest to actually the pre-match warm-up. All right. And what I found interesting was that... Um, There was a commitment and an organisation to what Huddersfield were doing, pretty much. And our lot, our bunch of bastards, just tossed about for 30 minutes or whatever it is they do pre-match with no real commitment no real effort I've seen more commitment in a pre-match warm-up at non-league level than I saw today from a a, a championship side it's just an indictment of where we are with this bunch of arseholes that they just can't be asked. the only reason why I travelled today was because I woke up and the sun was shining so I thought you know what I'll go anyway but was I shocked by what I saw No, that's pretty much what I anticipated was going to happen. Man of the match was Christian Cabaselli for his excellent performance as a ball boy in the last 20 minutes of the game and uh, some shit housery with substitutes uh, of Huddersfield. Um, But, you know, we didn't show any fight until the last five minutes when we somehow we've managed to create a boiling point out of nothing with, with, with Huddersfield and we end up getting our goalkeeper sent off, other than that you know, I, I don't know, it felt like at the first half it just felt, I think somebody else had said it it felt like a training ground game yeah. I didn't think we were that great I thought that Huddersfield were very passive in that first half, I think Warnock has got into them at half time and I, I didn't expect them to play the same way the second half and that's pretty much what we got. But the, the, one of the things that really I'm really disappointed about, given you know what Chris Wilder was saying in the week about you know the harsh words that were spoken to the players following uh, the Luton game, and then talking about the young players that have been training with the first team, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Mr. Wilder, you have today confirmed you are also coward. Today was a perfect opportunity to blood some of those young players and to give the fans some uh, hope for the future that we've got some young players there that can do a job for us. And instead, with the exception of uh, bringing in Espria, I think that, am I right in saying that was the only change from last week? Yeah, I think so. We, we've broadly got the same bunch of wankers representing us as we have done pretty much most of this season so any of the talk that he he gave in the in the week about you know involving young players in training uh, and all the rest of it bollocks you know there's no point involving young players in training with the first team unless you're going to play them and these wankers have shown they don't deserve a place in the first team so why not use the young players i think i said on twitter last night i'll forgive any any result if we select young players that have got a desire and a a determination to show us what they've got and instead what we've got was the same mercenaries tossing it off for 90 minutes and taking the piss out of the fans and then allied to that we've got a a, a Vladimir Putin style censorship of the supporters not on not good enough and to find that this this uh a uh, supporter meeting has been scheduled for July. Uh, you know, just enough time to uh, think of excuses or hope that we do something in the transfer market to appease or silence the fans. It's bloody obvious. It really is. This this meeting, I'm telling you, is a fucking charade. It, it means nothing. It's a box-ticking exercise. He is merely ticking a box for the EFL which he is legally obliged to do. And mm-hmm. anybody that thinks anything otherwise is bloody naive. There
4: you go. There you go. Well... As I'm in the middle of trying to you know uh, with, with a number of other people trying to organise it, I think and, and I'll give you I'll give you my response to that, Alan, and the reason why I think we have to go ahead. Hey, so
1: before you do, it's not a reflection on No you. no 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 I'm not it I'm not really I'm not. isn't. I, I don't I, I can't fault any of the supporters groups trying to engage with the club. The fault rests with the club because they are merely trying to tick a box. I don't believe in this process. I think it's a charade and it will be borne out as such.
4: And you may well be right. And you may well be right. And it's a risk that we have to take. And I've I've been uh, on, on this channel because it's just me talking as far as I'm concerned here. And I'll just say what I think, to be honest with you, is the fact that there is always going to be a risk that, you know, a lot of people said, well, he'll do a and He won't be there. Well, you know, he hasn't been anywhere to be able to duck away, previously we want to have the man and we want to hear him talk. Interestingly, when I when I did my much shorter commute than yourself coming back from the game, there, Alan, um, we were listening to the Three Counties Radio and uh, Jeff Doyle and uh, Derek Payne and all sorts were were talking about the fact that nobody knows this man, nobody gets to hear from him. So there is a risk at this of us, you know, and me. Let's say no, me looking at an absolute chimp. If if for whatever reason he decides to duck out or something else goes on and it's not done that that's fair enough that's on us but what we are going to ask people to try to do is to try to engage and what we want is people's questions and now we will be coming to you shortly um everybody and i would ask for you to try to engage with it if at all possible and i appreciate there are a lot of people who are you know alan is representing superbly who are extremely cynical about this or are saying he won't turn up or it'll get cancelled or it'll just be or it's just a box-ticking exercise. We've had a meeting with the Football Supporters Association and the the sort of meeting that we want to get in the long term, not just the one in in June or July, but, but in general, is going to become mandatory over the next two or three years but this is our first opportunity to engage with him and we're going to try and do our absolute best um you know for, for, for everybody so i appreciate the cynicism and i've said that to a number of people already i appreciate why it's there because why would it be anything other than that at this stage in time it's our it's our it's our mission if you will to try and turn the wheel just to get the conversation with him whether or not anybody likes the conversation christ alone knows probably won't like the answers but we shall see so we'll do that but alan i lo- I, I I love the passion as always because it's it <laughs> It is what the club is built on. The club is built on the supporters' desire and passion and willingness to drive from fucking Leicester, for crying out loud, you know, on on a Saturday morning to come down here and other areas and other distances and and other locations to do that, to come together. Hopefully what we can do with this, even if we don't like the answers from uh, from, from the owner, is we can show that what the club weren't able to do last year in terms of organising itself, the supporters have come together and organised themselves and have a coherent way of trying to approach this and start to have a collective voice, not just individual disparate ones. That's the hope. Hey, you know, it, it, it may fail, but we'll, we'll we'll die trying.
1: Well, what it won't do, Peter, you said somewhere along the way, you know, if he doesn't turn up or if it doesn't happen or whatever, then you, you will look like Gimp I think you said or something I think I I said Chimp but Gimp 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 works equally (laughs) If it fails it won't be because the supporters haven't tried and if it fails there is no way that those supporters that have endeavoured to engage with the club should feel that that it reflects poorly on them it, it will merely cement the belief that many people are, have and more and more people each week are turning to that this, this, this ownership uh, yep. is the is joke frankly, it's a joke.
4: And I think the first question that's going to have to be held over for anybody, and uh, we're going to be putting stuff out to people so that we can we can capture people's questions. Obviously, a lot of the questions are going to be the same, right? Genuinely, if we're canvassing let's say the FA Cup final crowd, 38,000 people went to that, you're going to end up with an awful lot of commonality of questions. So we're going to need to try to, there's all sorts of stuff that we've got to do. It's not quite as simple as just a collect it and ask them all. But one of the first questions I think has going to have to be about what you described as Vladimir Putin kind of uh, tactics towards uh, what is effectively freedom of speech yeah, which the absolutely. last time I looked was a human right um, yeah, you absolutely. know the, the it, it's that, uh, it, 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 it's that's reprehensible, we've got to correct it
1: I know you need to move on Peter but Go one on, last regarding that whole situation with, with somebody trying to you know Get their points across today with the with the choice of banner. Maybe a, another option uh, for for us as supporters, which you know, it would be the Spanish-style white handkerchief.
4: <laughs> oh, you 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 weren't with us six months ago when I start when I said exactly that, and there were three people, including me and Justin, waving flags at each other. There was me, Justin, and 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 John Parslow uh, doing that. It might be the time to do it. It's it's I. For the same reasons I think you're thinking, which is the fact that you can get a lot of people doing it and a lot of people showing their discomfort. I agree.
1: And also, you know, it's not that big a deal um, to, to, to carry a, a handkerchief and you're hardly going to get questioned at the gate by the, uh, the stewards as to why you've got a handkerchief
4: in your pocket. This is true. This is true. Well, the next home game, if we are in a similar position, people, if you've got the handkerchiefs, let's bring them out. It's a, it's a tradition. You're absolutely right. It's a tradition in uh, in Spain. And they, they do it they do it in Spain in Barcelona and Real Madrid, but but principally, but but all over Spain to show basically both favour and discom- and you know and displeasure. You know if if the game's going well and you're eight 0 up, they all come out because it's a seeing the movement of the uh, of the handkerchiefs a bit like they did in the uh, semi final against Wolves that time when we had the flags and the movement. You know yeah. that's what it does. What it does. Alan, sir, I'm going to let you get back to uh, back to it. Thank you very much as ever. Um, Wonderful stuff. But genuinely, guys, I appreciate that people are going to be, what's the phrase, cynical about it, you know, or, 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 or feel cynical towards the thoughts of it. We, and you, you, you'll have seen some of the stuff that hopefully has come out today, we're going to be having both individuals and groups represented at the event. At the You know, kind of, if it goes ahead, we're just going to do our level best. So when we do ask for you to take part in it, it's going to help us. Because if we turn around and we say, these are the questions, and these are the most popular questions from, I don't know, 15,000, responses or 20,000 responses or fuck it 38,000 responses that carries a level of weight when, when we put it forward we can't confirm whether or not the questions will be answered well badly or indifferently we will see we will see